0: Central.com. it is time for us to start something new and we're going to be doing something cool every friday it's called beyond the scoreboard on cliffcentral.com and it is time for beyond the scoreboard with ben karpinski thanks so much bavu it's nice to meet you and we'll obviously have lots more questions for you and lots more to to ask you about but we'll get you in again soon thanks for helping us out i hope uh Simpia and i have at least enough information to go on with seems yes. like Ben's already flying on this. Let's get into uh, Beyond the Scoreboard this morning, which of course is going to be brought to you every single Friday by SuperBets. Let's go. Ben, what do you got for us today?
1: Well, Gareth, we do have the greatest weekend so far of sports because it's July and that means that it's summer in the Northern Hemisphere. So all the big things are really kicking off. But we've been waiting for this for a long time. We had Cameron Simon in the studio what a couple of months ago yep. and he was preparing for International Fight Week. So it's the biggest week for UFC, UFC 290. So he'll be fighting. Unfortunately, his original opponent pulled out, so he's got a much lesser-known guy coming in. Massive favorite for his fight. But at the top of the card, we've got two title bouts. We've got Volkanovski, who is pretty, pretty much the pound-for-pound pound greatest guy in the UFC. Hmm. He's going to be taking on Yair Rodriguez, who basically defies gravity with how he fights. He's got limbs everywhere. <laughs> he's a really dashing Mexican man. Some say this could be the big upset. I don't know. Volk is just so, he's like an absolute tank. He's got all of the bases covered. I would still stick with him. But then Brandon Moreno, who for the last eternity has been fighting this Brazilian guy, Figueiredo. They went back and forth. They had four fights. He finally fights someone new, Patanjo. And that also sounds, Mexican That's man. a scary name But all of these guys are so incredibly good But the thing about Pontanjo is that even though he's not the favorite He has beaten Marina twice so far In the UFC career So those are your two title bouts But the one everyone cares about is Dricus is fighting Robert Whitaker. Now mm-hmm. pretty much everyone has been writing off Dricus Because of his fight style They say he's got no cardio and he's very sloppy, and by the time he gets someone who's very good, like Whitaker, he'll be taken apart. So, that's what the smart money says, but as I was just saying now, he started the week at 4.0 underdog. He's now at like 2.8. The thing about Drick is, and I I can go on for like half an hour around this, not because I've just spent a lot of time with him, but because I just noticed what makes a champion. Mm -hmm. This guy is so incredibly single-minded. He has never thought about losing, ever. He does. It's not in his makeup. His entire destiny, his entire being as a human is to be in this octagon right now against robert Whitaker. so yes Whitaker's more polished he's more um, accomplished he's had title fights he's fought the best in the business drickers hasn't yet but this is just rob's job this is drickers's life his actual life so yeah sure you can go into the technicalities around this but here is a guy who is destined to win All the time. Maybe our first bet should be on him. (laughs) Maybe. eh? And I'm not just betting with, I'm not just going with the heart here. He's got enough skill. He's got the intensity. He's a big guy for middleweight. They had the face off last night between him and, um, and Whitaker. And you can just see he's so unwavering with this. And that's what you need because ultimately it's fighting. So, even if you don't feel like the odds are very good on that, we know we're talking about how do you increase your odds. Well, then find five or six fights you feel good about and then your odds like rise up. And that's why I love fighting, sorry, betting with UFC because I know a lot of, like, a lot of the fighters put oh, them on That's why you started this, uh, with them. But then put a small amount, big odds, happy days, or just go for someone like you really like, like Yay Rodriguez. And you say his name, and you can't help but like this <laughs> So action will be around, so like right. 2 a.m. onwards, and obviously the main fight will be around six-ish Sunday morning if you just want that main one. Cool. The box are playing the wallabies, and oddly enough, the box are heavy favorites for this one. I mean, obviously they probably should be a better team, but, the first time out, when the box comes together with new combinations, it's going to be quite jittery. So they've got uh, money Liboku is now starting at fly half, so against Kuwait Cooper, the Battle of the Two flair fly halves. But it's World Cup here, so the best players, the Bok A team, so to speak, are already on the way to New Zealand to play the All Blacks. So this is very much a more experimental Bok team. So this game might not be amazing. I mean, I just think back last year to the Wales game at Loftus. It was a game that we pulled out of the fire right towards the end. But it's lofters, it's the High Felt, it's going to be a hard-running game. I'm going to go with this being quite a tight match, uh, even though the, the bookies are suggesting that the Aussies don't have a chance. The Ashes has been incredibly interesting the last two, two test matches. The Aussies did really well to hang on and win the first test, and then the second test at Law is all about the spirit of the game. Which, I tell you what, is just pure hypocrisy. The Aussies and the English, in their own way, they are so up their own ass. They're always cheating. They're taking the gap. And it's great that the Ashes actually puts them against each other. Because let's be honest, test cricket is kind of dead nowadays unless it's the Ashes or India are playing. Right. The ICC have basically made it like the privileged sport for the top three. And we get a few scraps here and there, like against Bangladesh, whatever. Ashes is real test cricket. And it is so fun to see the high-stakesness of this. And the first two tests have put the Aussies 2-0 up. third test is a must-win. Because 5 test series must win. England started pretty well in this one. They're bold. Aussies out for 263. Um, Mitchell Marsh was the only one that actually had some sort of resistance. So it was a prime opportunity to then get back into the series. Well, then they're 68 for three up to day one. So what you got to look for here is what's the weather going to do? Because it's a game in England. They're playing in Leeds, headingly. So you would think here yeah, that backs against the wall. England have to win this one. And it gets like four days of sun a year, so... And it's not over I this think test. They've match. Used them. It's not over this test match. I'm looking at a draw here because <laughs> if you look at the weather, it looks cold, wet, and pretty shitty. Okay. So um it's a shame because there's so much hype around this test series right now, but the weather is going to pour all over this one. In other ways, to to watch sport this weekend, if none of those tick your boxes, Wimbledon's gonna be on the back burner. No, no real upsets so far. I think ninth seed Taylor Fritz has been the only one for the men's draw to the tumble, but all the top seeds are in for the women's and the men's. Djokovic isn't number one seed. Uh, well, Rud lost yesterday. Nobody expected that.
0: Oh, okay. a Danish dude. The Danish guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was like fourth seed or something? Really? See, even I know this. Well, look look you at are actually
1: teaching me things ah. here. Well,
0: maybe I should place
1: uh, my first bet in Wimbledon. <laughs> actually, I'm changing my mind. So, Carlos Al- Carlo Alcarez is <laughs> yeah, um, Alcarez, He's yeah. the top seed in the men's draw. But, you know, the whole thing about the biggest thing about sport, oh, sorry, tennis right now is Djokovic coming back, getting the record, the most Grand Slam player. The whole is he the goat kind of thing. Well, I think when he wins this time round, it's kinda of all sewn up, right? So he'll be in action in the third round against Stanislav Bobrinka, who is still in the mix there. And then the British Grand Prix. Well, you know, Drive to survive was the most amazing thing before we won. It got people to really care about the sport again. And it was great because then suddenly Hamilton stopped winning. Mercedes stopped winning. But now everyone's tired of Verstappen winning. <laughs> So, if you look at Bahrain, he won. Australia, he won. Miami, he won. Monaco, he won. Spain, he won. Canada, he won. Austria, he won. Red Bull. I in- love the way people, as soon as they get what they want, and then they're like, oh, "This is
0: getting a bit boring, a bit boring now." Bit boring now. <laughs> And this yeah, is the tough thing. They about, said this about Djokovic too. They're like the, yeah. Oh, well,
1: he's winning again. It's no fun to watch if it's just Djokovic. This is the tough thing about Formula One right now. Okay. Yeah. So Red Bull, I've got 377 points, nine wins, 14 podiums. This is the constructor championship. Second is Mercedes on 178. Zero wins, four podiums. If there was a time for the Mercedes team, it is this one, George Hamilton, who I always think is like an AI version of what a British person should be. <laughs> like if you go to Chat GPT and say, what does a British person look like? <laughs> George (laughs) Hamilton. And he looks like a, like, he just just doesn't look a real person. But of course, it's the home Grand Prix for him and Lewis Hamilton and for the Mercedes team. But the Red Bull car is just too fast. So I, I don't know what else I can say. I just don't know what else I can say on that. I think you mean uh, George Russell. George Russell, sorry. Yeah, because you said Hamilton, I was like, what
0: the two yeah, Hamiltons? Like George I'm, Russell. He does look like an I AI know. version. I've never seen this guy in my life because obviously like, I don't watch uh, Formula One. But if you wow, were
1: to ask AI to make a, a British racing car driver, about as British as they come. Yeah, he's got the slightly bigger jaw than usual, slightly effeminate look. <laughs> George Russell, there he is, yeah. Okay. Sorry, good. I had the Hamilton from the yeah, yeah. I Look, I don't know what to tell you about the British Grand Prix. All I know is that Red Bull got an incredible team. Um, and that's how the sport goes, unfortunately. So what it comes back to is, if you don't like the UFC yet, this is the weekend for it. There is so much to look at. Go onto YouTube right now, just Google Drickers Duplessis, and watch the UFC embedded. Awesome. You will love the sport. There's so much hype and there's so much to look forward to. And that is an incredible weekend of sport to tap into. Fantastic.
0: Thank you Ben. And that is a look at the scoreboard for this week. Beyond the scoreboard every Friday brought to you by Superbets. And by the way, I have to say Superbets is licensed by the Mpumalanga Economic Regulator and supports responsible gambling. Strictly no under under 18s and winners know when to stop. Simply you need to pay attention to that. South African Responsible Gambling Foundation toll-free counselling hotline is 008 Very good. Cliffcentral.com